What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to Omnia Talks. I'm your host, Ryan Munoz, and in today's episode, uh, we are going to be delving into uh, the transformation of the educational system uh, in the United States, the impact of artificial intelligence on job prospects, the failures of the American educational system, the evolving dollar trends, and the emergence of a new global digital financial system. I'm your host, Ryan, uh, and if you guys are just tuning in for the first time, I appreciate you guys coming in. I welcome you guys with open arms. Uh, the only thing I do ask of you guys is to come in uh, with an open mind, an open heart, and the openness to potentially change, because um, you'll never know what new perspective you'll gain out of this pod- podcast. Um, now, if you guys have been with me for some time, I appreciate you guys coming back and checking out uh, the podcast yet again, keeping yourselves uh, and your families updated uh, with all this new information in this forever changing world that we live in. Uh, now, as you guys can tell, you know, seeing through the illusions, uh, the title of the podcast. So <clears throat> what does that mean? You know, we we have basically uh, been given a a falsified reality most of us are living in a falsified reality and most of us have no idea you know the the people that are in power and the people that be um you know they have a certain way of doing things and that way is to basically keep us distracted keep most of us distracted at least you know keep the 99 percent distracted while they do uh what they need to do as the one percent so they move very strategically. You know, they're pe- they're playing chess. They're not playing checkers, uh, and they know exactly what they're doing. Um, so you know, this leads to corruption. This leads to everything that you kind of hear about, um, but you don't know if it's true. But I'm here to tell you that all of it is true. You know, the the world that we live in today is one giant clown world. You know. We have different moving parts all over the world. We have China and Taiwan. We have Russia and Ukraine. We have America here. We have the BRICS nations, you know. If you guys just take a step back and look at history, you can see this is a repeating pattern that we are all living through globally. You know, after every hundred years, you know, there's a new cycle in currency. And we're ending that cycle very, very soon. And this is why digital currency, blockchain technology, and cryptocurrency is making uh, the headlines uh, more and more every single day that's because this technology is not going away and it's replacing the current system that is currently failing uh, not just me and you but the entire world so this is why BRICS uh, is going to be coming together August 22nd uh, 2023 to announce that they are joining forces to essentially eradicate the United States dollar um, and as more and more current uh, basically countries uh, join the team of BRICS, you know, they're leaving the the dollar and the G7 behind. You know, you have countries like Germany and France, which were two of our biggest allies, uh, now sh- uh, crossing ships and, and switching sides and joining BRICS nation because they understand that what America has essentially done for these past hundred years uh, has been nothing good to the rest of the world. You know, this is why America is in the position it is today. Um, but that's not going to be the case anymore. You know, we are moving into a more level playing field uh, where country, other countries have a say as well. Um, and this is because we have had people in charge thinking they, you know, own the world. Uh, 
and that leads to you know corruptive thinking and that also leads to war um, because America always wants to be first uh, so without further ado uh, that, that was just a brief topic a brief opinion um, about everything kind of going on today but without further ado, let's uh, start by discussing how the educational system is being reshaped in the United States. And, and that's a big thing, you know. Um, America isn't first in the education, even though we think we are, we're not. We are, <laughs> we're one of the most developed countries in the world, and, and yet we're not, I don't believe we're even on the top 10 uh, for education, which is a sad thing because it's sad because, you know, uh, this the educational system has basically set most of us up for failure and by failure i mean putting us into debt that uh, basically enslaves us for the rest of our life um paying it off paying back those student loans paying off that debt every single month every single year and those years and those months they kind of tend to trickle um and they kind of get to a point where it's like you're literally just working to pay off you know uh the debt that you have obtained from university um, and that's especially if you're not having any grants or you're not having any, you know, scholarship money. If you're just going in there to get an education, you better know what you want. Because in this forever changing world, um, you know, we have the rise of AI technology that's coming um, around. And it's a scary thing because most people today are going into a field that is going to be replaced by AI one way or another. You know, I don't think this uh, schooling system is going to be around for much longer, you know, in the way we think it is. I mean, we have, uh, you know, if you understand YouTube, you can navigate YouTube like its own university because there is educational videos, millions, millions and millions of educational videos that is explaining what I'm explaining today. Um, and this is the change that, you know, I don't see, but many, many, many people see across the world. Um, and I woke up to this, you know, I came to the conclusion back in 2020 when the whole sea crisis was going crazy and everyone was panicked. Um, you know, I, I made a decision, um, and I've stayed true to that decision today. Uh, do I regret not graduating from college? No, I don't, because I believe that there are much more better things ahead, um, in my future, especially now, you know, I'm, I'm in a pretty good place, uh, I would say, but you know, there's still a lot more to learn. There's still a lot more to build. And, and this is a, a game at the end of the day, this is just building. It's, it's all these compounded days, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, building and building and building. And, and soon enough, you know, what I have envisioned for Omnia is, is much more than most can fathom. Um, that's why I don't talk about it. You won't hear me talk about it, uh, because that stays private to me. Um, so, you know, there are big things coming for Omnia it's, uh, itself as a company. Um, but getting back on track, you know, I was talking about AI before and how essentially, um, AI is, is, is playing a huge role, in, especially in this job prospects um, for these current students. Uh, and if you are a current student, you know, uh, shoot me an email, write me a comment, see, see how, it, you know, everything's kind of playing out now. Um, what, are, what are, you know, the, the other candidates saying about the potential, you know, 
the potentiality of, you know, losing a job within the next five to ten years because your position is going to be replaced by AI, you know. This is this is machine. This is artificial intelligence. This thing is much greater, much more powerful, and much more efficient than we are as humans. So if you are in a field, you know, that, that is easily replaceable by AI, I, I, I would, you know, follow your dreams at this point. Because the way this world is shifting and the way that these powers want this world to look, it's not going to be pretty for a lot of people, unfortunately. Um, but I believe that there are better days ahead. But, you know, there there is some truth to the matter. I mean, the truth of the matter is that, you know, uh, the amount of debt is, is it puts people in, you know, college itself, the university. That's number one, that, and and that's the truth. And there's data to back up this statement, um, and all these other statements. And and you know, for for theory, you know, if you do go and decide to go to trade school, uh, so you're basically learning something practical that can be used in the real world, as opposed to those that are going to get a degree in potentially um, like just liberal arts. Like, what is that going to do? What 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 is that going to do for you at the end of the day? Uh, and and most people are, are given this dream, they're giving this vision uh, while in high school from their guidance counselors, from the people at the top of the school, you know, from the principals and the vice principals. So go to college, you know, dedicatory, you know, be, be a good member to society, uh, get a job and, and work, you know, you work your nine to five until you're 65 and then retire. You know, this is the dream that we have been given and it's a lie. It's a big fat lie. Because there are ways around, you know, around this. And we're living in the greatest wealth transfer right now in human history. I can't stress this enough. I can't fathom this enough. Because the amount of money that is going to be made for regular individuals over the next 1, 2, 3, 5, 10, 15 years is going to be absolutely mind-blowing. Especially if you're playing this game right. If you understand and you have the eyes to see and you have the ears to hear, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about a new digital economy that is that is rising from the ashes before our, all of our eyes. Um, and this is only, I mean, not to not to sway topics, but like this is what I'm going to be talking about in a little bit. But this is this is all happening in real time. And if you're still under a rock and you still have no idea what the fuck is going on, I recommend you right now start looking up as much information as you can about crypto, blockchain, the BRICS Nation. Look up the BRICS Nation, what they're doing August 22nd and November 1st of this year. See how they are basically going to replace the United States dollar as the global reserve currency. There were countries lining up on board to start to use this currency. You know, there there was a hint. There were there were rumors floating around uh, that I was hearing. Apparently, one BRICS dollar is going to be essentially equivalent to 55 American dollars. So what is that going to look like here in America? Hyperinflation out the fucking ass. Um, if not, you know, a total meltdown of our financial system, which is also linked to the global financial system. And this is why I believe there is need to usher in a new global economy because we are still in an antiquated system. We are still in a system where things are slow. 
and things aren't processing, you know, like text messages or like emails and how efficient that is. You know, we are moving into the Internet of Things. We are moving into the Internet of Value at the end of the day. But just that that aside, uh, let's let's hop back onto topic. So traditional models of the education system are currently going uh, significant changes uh, as technology advances and new learning platforms emerge. Online education, remote learning, and digital resources have been increasingly prevalent, offering students more flexibility and access to knowledge than ever before. The boundaries of the classroom are expanding, allowing for personalized and self-paced learning experiences. Now, what does this look like in the future? You know, there, if you, if you go online, you know, you can YouTube this stuff. People are talking about how AI technology is, is essentially going to eradicate the, the need for teachers, like in-person teaching, because everything can be legitimately be found online. Everything. Everything is all online. It's all right there. If you want it, it's there. You just have to be willing to do the research. You just have to be willing to do the due diligence and you have to be willing to, you know, do the continued learning and read the books that you don't want to read and read the news articles that you don't want to read and read this and learn from this person and learn from this person and go to seminars and see and uh, see what people are talking about, what's actually going on in this world, not just what you're being told and, and, and the lies that are fabricated within these words that you're being told because you're you're perceiving that as reality when in fact it is nothing more than fiction your reality is most likely fiction if you aren't up to date with what is happening in this world and what's happening in this world is mind-blowing for for people that have no idea this is this is monumental massive shifts that will go down in the history books whether you like it or not So the only thing I can really recommend you guys is start doing your due diligence, start learning, start, start, you know, critical thinking, start thinking for yourself and stop watching the damn fucking news. They're all propagated up by 13 fucking families at the end of the day. These 13 families run and control most of the world. Again, you can look this information up. I'm not just speaking out of my fucking ass. This is relevant news. This is relevant information. Because that side is, is collapsing currently. Because their economy, their global economy, is burning to fucking shit. If you think about it, the dollar is really worth nothing. We only give the perception... Of what a dollar actually is. But anyways. Uh, how, however, you know. Let me get back onto the schooling system. <laughs> however, with the rise of artificial intelligence. Uh, concerns have been raised about the potential impact of job prospects for current students. Uh, as AI continues to advance. Certain jobs that were once uh, sought after by individuals uh, with specific degrees may be re replaced by automation. Uh, it's crucial for educational institutions to adapt their curric curriculum to prepare students for the future, where creativity, critical thinking, and emotional intelligence are highly valued. And this is the things that we aren't really being taught today. You know, we aren't really being prepared for the future of tomorrow. The textbooks that we have in place in the 
the schooling system have been around for years and years and they get updated little by little but they never talk about the future they never prepare us for the future because they all have been taught themselves by the past and we're entering a new reality we're entering a new world as we speak you know so the people that we're learning from you have to be picking and picking and choosing who you are actually giving your energy to and who you are listening and what information you are actually receiving and making sure you are always questioning why you know why is this happening why is that happening why 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 just keep questioning everything around you stop watching the news and start thinking for yourself at the end of the day so you know there's there's important factors with ai so as AI basically continues to advance, its impact on job forces is becoming increasingly uh, significant. So there are basically, I do have a couple of facts about the rise of AI in the job force. So we have to talk about automation potential, uh, job displacement, job transformation, uh, skills and demand, job creation, needing for upskilling and reskilling, uh, ethical considerations, um, and that's that, that's really it. So when we have to, when we're talking about uh, automation potential, so according to the study by McKenzie Global Institute, up to thirty percent of tasks across various occupations could be automated using ex uh, existing technologies. This suggests that a significant portion of jobs could be affected by AI and automation. And this is this is this is going to come within the next five years. You know, there's other studies that have this number up to fifty to almost 80%. That is fucking scary. Because if you're not in a, a a job, if you're not in a career path where you know for a fact you have job security there and you won't be replaced by AI, you should rethink everything right now because we are living in very, very scary times, people. And I'm not here to, you know, fear monger anybody, but when you wake up when you see what's actually going on it's very scary and this is this is a very scary world we're living in because these people at the top don't want any of us to win but the people at the bottom that are telling you this information that are spreading this this truth to you start listening because these people want you to win because we see what's going to happen we see everything that's going to happen this has been foretold by history you know, history may not repeat, but it certainly does rhyme. And it's certainly rhyming right now. Anyways, so we have to essentially also talk about uh, job displacement. So the implementation of AI technology has the potential to displace certain jobs, particularly those that are involved uh, repetitive routine tasks, industries such as manufacturing, transportation, customer service, and data entry are among these, uh, those most likely to be affected. Job transformation. While AI uh, automate some tasks, it can also expect to transform many jobs rather than completely replace them. AI can uh, augment human capi uh, capabilities, enabling workers to focus uh, on more complex and strategic aspects of their roles uh, this could lead to creation of new job opportunities skill and demand with the rise of AI certain skills are becoming increasingly valuable in the job market 
uh, skills such as critical thinking, problem solving, creativity, emotional intelligence, and the adaptability are high, highly sought after uh, as they are less uh, susceptible to automation. We have job creation. While AI may lead to job displacement in some areas, it can also co contribute to job creation in others. As AI technology advances, new roles and industries are emerging, requiring specialized skills in those areas such as AI development, data analysis, machine learning, and robotics. The need for upskilling and reskilling. To adapt with the changing job landscape, uh, individuals and organizations will need to invest in upskilling and reskilling efforts. Uh, continuous learning and acquiring a new skill will be crucial to remain competitive and taking advantage of the opportunities presented by AI. And last but not least, we have ethical considerations. So the rise of AI also raises ethical considerations in the job force. Uh, issues such as privacy, basis, transparency, and accountability need to be carefully addressed to ensure AI is uh, applied uh, a responsible and fair manner. And it's important to note that while AI may impact certain job roles, it also has the potential to bring about new opportunities and advancements in various industries. Uh, adaptation and continuous learning uh, and embracing AI as a tool for augmentation can help individuals and organizations navigate the changing job landscapes uh, successfully at the end of the day. So while discussing the reshaping of the educational system, it's also uh, equally as important to address the failure of the American education system. The system once considered a beacon of innovation and opportunity has faced challenges in, in the recent years. Issues such as uh, underfunding, overcrowded classrooms, outdated teaching methods, and disparities uh, in access to quality educations have created barriers to many students, particularly those from marginalized communities. Uh, so. Right now, it's imperative that we address these systematic issues uh, to ensure equal opportunities for all students. So the American educational system faces various challenges that can have contributed to concerns about the effectiveness and performance. Uh, so I do have some key facts for you guys. So we have an achievement gap. So there is a significant achievement gap in the American education system with disparities in economic performance among different demographic groups, students from low-income backgrounds, racial and ethnic uh, minorities, and those with the disabilities often experience lower educational outcomes compared to their peers. Uh, international rankings. Bingo. So listen up. The American, the United States of America uh, consistently ranks lower than many other developed countries in international assessment uh, of student performance, such as the Program for International Student Assessment. This indicates that American students are not performing as well uh, academically on a global scale. Um, so high school rate graduation rates, uh, so while the high school graduation rates have been improving in the recent years, there's still a significant disparities across different religions and student groups. Uh, graduation rates for minority uh, students uh, and those from low-income backgrounds tend to uh, be lowered compared to their counterparts. College readiness. Many high school graduates are not adequately prepared for college-level work. A significant number of students require uh, remedial courses upon entering college, uh, indicating gaps in their uh, foundational um, knowledge and skills acquired during K-12 through education. 
funding uh, inequities. So the funding inequities uh, within the American educational system, uh, schools in low-income areas often have fewer resources, outdated facilities, and limited access to quality education materials and technology compared to the schools in wealthier areas. And this contributes to the despairs, disparities uh, in educational opportunities and outcomes. Now we have to talk about the teacher shortages. So many regions in the United States face uh, teacher shortages, if you guys are not aware. Uh, so particularly uh, in subjects such as math, science, and special education, the lack of qualified teachers can be impacted by the quality of education students receive to limit their access to specialized uh, instructions at the end of the day. So we also have to talk about school safety. So school safety has become a significant concern within the recent years uh, with an increase uh, in incidents of violence and bullying. Ensuring a safe and supportive learning environment is crucial for student well-being and their ability to focus on their education. So addressing challenges uh, so like these uh, requires comprehensive reforms. So such as equitable funding, improving teacher uh, recruitment and training, increasing access to quality earlier childhood education, uh, and implementing innovative teaching uh, approaches that foster critical thinking and creativity. So by addressing these issues, the American education system can strive towards uh, providing high education and equal opportunities for all students. Now, <clears throat> You know that that's that's where we're at. You know this is the flaws of the American schooling system, and there's there's plenty. You know we 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 believe that we are number one, uh, wholeheartedly. I believe that we are number one. We are the number one nation in the world, but at the same time, there are also facts and statistics that go against that 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 saying. Um, and I know that to be true. But there is something that we need to do about this, and this is holding you know the people that are in charge. Uh, you know, accountable for what they have been sharing with us because if you guys don't know, the educational system, uh, I believe, was founded by, uh, what was his name? John Rockefeller. And at the end of the day, he was quoted as saying he uh, did not want thinkers. He wanted employees. Now, if you think about that and you dive deep into that quote, what is he actually saying? So this man, one of the richest men at the time, um, I believe he was he would be worth like in the billions today. Um, but Mr. Rockefeller uh, was quoted for saying he wants workers, he wants employees, he does not want thinkers because the thinkers are the ones that are the creators. The thinkers are the ones that are the doers. They're the ones that are the risk takers. They're the ones that are you know doing the things that the other people wish they could be doing but they've been fooled and they've been lied to um and this is where we are at you know we have a failing schooling system because of this most people are in debt the rest of their lives after obtaining university here in america uh it doesn't help with the interest rates it also doesn't help with the current uh hyperinflation and the current recession that we're in none of this helps None of this helps. It also does not help that America continuously sends millions and hundreds of millions and hundreds of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars to the Ukraine. I don't care what you say, we should be using this for our country. And if you're against me, so be it. But that money should be used in this for this country, 
to make this country better. Instead, we're giving hundreds of millions of dollars away like it's nothing. Meanwhile, our debt is almost at $33 trillion. It was this morning that came out. It is at $32.7 trillion. Most people can't even fathom how many zeros that is. Anyways, <laughs> shifting gears, uh, the, the next thing I want to talk about is the dollar trends and the, uh, the new global uh, digital financial system. So the world of finance is undergoing a significant transformation as digital currencies gain popularity and blockchain technologies uh, disrupt traditional financial systems. Cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum, uh, also XRP, have, the, have captured public attention challenging the supremacy of the traditional fiat currencies. Central banks and governments are also exploring the concepts of central bank digital currencies as a means to modernize the financial system. The financial landscape is undergoing significant changes with emerging uh, trends and the rise of a new global digital financial system. So down below, I do have some facts that are listed and we're going to go over these facts. So we have to essentially understand what is currently going on. So the vocabulary that I'm going to get you guys essentially prepared for is vocabulary such as digital payments. So what are digital payments? So the use of digital payment methods such as mobile wallets, contactless payments, and online transfers is on the rise globally. Customers are increasingly adapting digital payment options for their convenience, speed, and security. Uh, cryptocurrencies, so what are cryptocurrencies? So cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, and XRP have gained significant attention and popularity. These digital currencies are decentralized, operate on a blockchain technology, and they offer potential benefits like faster and cheaper cross-border transactions. Central bank digital currencies. Now this is a big one, uh, and I hope you guys listen up, because this is a big one that's going to be in the talks from now on. Uh, so central bank digital currencies, or central bank uh, worldwide, are essentially exploring the concept of CBDCs. They're testing them, they're using them. I know some countries are already launching them, have launched them, uh, and they will continue to do this. So digital versions of their na national currencies, CBDCs, could potentially offer advantages such as increased transaction efficiency, enhanced financial inclusion, and improved transparency in monetary policy. So this is the big thing, this is the big reason why, you know, what is, is a CBDC and why is, is it essentially important. So blockchain technology. So blockchain is the underlying technology behind cryptocurrency uh, themselves. So uh, blockchain has applications beyond digital currencies. So it also enables uh, secure, transparent uh, transactions, uh, traceability, uh, and decentralized record keeping. Various industries, including finance, supply chain, and healthcare, are exploring the potential of blockchain for enhanced, efficient, and security. This is why, you know, the NFT thing was so big, but, you know, it's not just for art, you know, this is going to be transforming into the medical field, into, you know, the supply chain field. This is going to be transforming into our own documents. Everything is going to be uh, on this blockchain, so to say. So we also have to talk about financial inclusion. Now, what is financial inclusion, if you guys don't already know? So the global uh, digital financial system has the potential to increase financial inclusion. 
particularly to underserved regions. Digital financial services um, can provide access to banking, lending, and insurance products for individuals and businesses who were previously excluded from traditional financial systems. That's the thing, you know. It's including everybody. People that didn't have money or didn't have a bank from where they were from, now, boom, everything is going to be quick, instant, and at the touch of, you know, your fingers. So now we have to talk about regulatory challenges. So the emergence of digital currencies and the, digi uh, the global digital financial system present regulatory challenges uh, for governments and financial institutions. So now we have regulators that are working uh, to strike a balance between uh, fostering innovation and protecting consumers, addressing concerns related to money laundering, fraud, and investor protection. Uh, which leads us into cross-border transactions. And cross-border transactions basically are the new global digital financial system can be facilitated faster, more secure, uh, through cross-border transactions, digital currencies, and blockchain technology have the potential to streamline international payments, reducing cost and interaction times. So everything essentially gets sped up, and it becomes essentially much more efficient, faster, and cheaper. Um, and this is just another vocabulary word that I believe that is very important. You know, we have three more. Um, before we wrap up today's episode, but we also have to talk about the financial privacy and security. So the global digital financial system uh, rise, raises concerns about privacy and security. The digital uh, digitization of financial transactions require robust cybersecurity measures to protect individuals' sensitive financial information uh, and protect unauthorized access or fraud. Uh, as we move away from that, we're going to talk about the disruption of traditional uh, banking. So the rise of digital financial services and the new global digital financial system could possibly or potentially disrupt traditional banking models. Financial institutions need to adapt and innovate to remain competitive uh, in this evolving landscape. And this is the thing, you know, as we can see, more and more banks are lining up with uh, crypto partners and 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 you just look, just do the research. You'll see it's all there. All the research is there. You'll see which coins and which digital assets are linked to which financial institutions, which banks, which government organizations, which you know massive media organizations. You'll see it. It's all there. Just do do some research. Take an hour of your day. Do some research about digital currency, uh, digital assets, and what is essentially going to be taking place within the next year, two, three, four, five, six years, because this is all taking place in real time. Lastly, uh, without further ado, we have to talk about financial literacy. So with the shift towards the digital financial system, there is an increasing need for individuals to have a solid understanding of digital financial tools, cybersecurity, uh, best practices, and the risk of benefits of digital currencies. Financial literacy programs and education are crucial to empower individuals to navigate a new financial landscape effectively. So it's also important to note that the new global financial system is still evolving uh, and its long-term impact is yet to be fully realized. So governments, financial institutions, and individuals will need to still uh, adapt and stay informed to basically leverage the benefits and uh, mitigate the challenges presented by these trends. 
So, the emergence of the new global digital system uh, basically raises questions about the future of traditional banking, monetary policies, and financial regulations. Uh, it presents both opportunities and challenges such as financial inclusion, privacy concerns, and the need for regulatory framework to adapt in, to this evolving landscape. And the only thing that I will leave you guys before we do conclude this episode is just do your research, guys. At the end of the day, just do your research because everything is changing. You know, you don't want to be that person that wakes up one day and realizes they fucked up because they were listening at one point, but then they stopped. They got off track. They didn't realize, you know, this was actually real. Maybe they didn't. Re they maybe they thought all this was just fake and it was a lie. And I'm not telling you the truth, but the people of the media are telling you the truth, which is don't let me get started with that. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, all I have to really say at the end of the day is just do your do your due diligence, do your research. The information's all out there. Uh, get off TikTok, get off Instagram, get off Facebook, get off all these social medias, and start doing your research. Start start understanding everything that's happening because it's changing. And, and once this change happens, and once this is going to be a swift change in a blink of an eye. It's going to feel like a blink of an eye to most people, but the people that have been here for some years, for some time now, they understand that it's been a journey to see everything unfold the way it is. Anyways, guys, as we conclude this episode of Seeing Through the Illusions, uh, it's clear that the educational system in the United States is undergoing a transformative, driven by uh, technology advancements and the changing societal needs. Uh, so we must address the potential impact of AI on job prospects while ensuring our educational system equips students with the skills needed for the future. Additionally, we need to uh, also address the failures within the educational system to provide equal opportunity for all students. Uh, simultaneously, the world, finance, the world of finance is experiencing a shift towards a new global digital financial system, challenging the traditional notions of currencies and banking. As we navigate these challenges, it's essential to stay informed, adapt, and actively participate in the shaping of the future of the education and finance. Thank you for joining me on the Throt provoking episode of see, uh, seeing through the illusions remember by questioning the status quo and see, uh, seeking the truth we can better understand the world around us uh, and work towards creating a more inclusive and sustainable future thank you guys I hope you guys enjoyed um, but yeah if you guys have any questions uh, all my contact information will be in the description below I will be back tomorrow with another episode, so you guys take care and enjoy. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.